Hi, I'm Maya. Guess what? Guess what we're doing today? Guess what we're doing Guess today? Guess what we're doing today? We're Sydney some- bugged you enough about it on our Twitter. <laughs> oh, I felt so bad. <laughs> I, I don't do anything on Twitter. So that, you know, that's not fucking me. Oh, hi, my name is Sydney, and we're going to be answering some of your questions today. We are canonically incorrect. A fanfiction podcast. Where we talk about everything and everything fanfiction related. Related. Ad- adjacent. I, I think I'm more <laughs> that... <laughs> You you stay on task most of the uh, time. I I just like well, I don't know. Tchaikovsky's <laughs> technically a fandom if you want to get technical. People about like it. Tchaikovsky enough that it's yeah. a big enough fandom. Yeah, whatever. It's good enough. Yeah, you do the best that you can. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you were like, um. First, I guess first of all, thank you for the people who came to our stream for thank miss. Mm-hmm. Um, that went very successfully. Yep. We tripled our goal, which is incredible. Nice. Um, we also got raided by somebody else, which was uh-huh. like the biggest. I don't surprise mm, of our lives. Is the is the campaign still going on? Yes. So the campaign is still gonna be okay. going on for the end till the end of the year. Nice. I don't think they've quite reached their goal yet, yet, but it's getting pretty damn close. So they're three million dollars short. So if we have a millionaire listener out there who would yeah. like to do- donate. No, they're, they're getting pretty damn close yeah. considering just during that one 10 hour stream oh, that he did, he raised like five, five million. Five million, yeah. So <clears throat> I, sure. I think that it's possible yeah. to... And if anybody else streams like later on like yeah then. i mean we'll see isn't ethan still supposed to do a stream he did a point? stream that day oh okay yeah understandable yeah but thank you all for coming out uh to the people who did the people who donated money it was incredible we mm-hmm. got to make some food with you so yep. that was really fun thank you for that and um yeah i have been bugging you all on twitter about sending us questions because i was really nervous that none of we would have no questions at the end of this basically uh. If we didn't have any questions, we would have just asked each other questions. We would have done, like, the newlyweds thing. Oh, that's a really good idea. Maybe yeah, we should just, just I got, forego. I got ideas in my head. <laughs> you had, Listen, like, a plan B this whole yes, time. You, like, of course I did. You, like, didn't trust the process well, in the like, I knew that you were going to freak out about it, so I was like, yeah. Eh. If, if it doesn't work out, then, like, we can always do this or this. That's true. Yeah. But we got a fair amount of questions, yep. actually, from um, very... A, a nice kind respectful i don't think we had a single question that i had to like scrub out so um incredible thank nice. you everybody so um yeah i mean i guess we could just jump into it since we have like quite a few the first email is from amanda n um hi guys here are some questions for your q a is there a piece of media that you like is there a piece of media you like that you will absolutely not write write fan fiction for if so why not piece of media yeah Oh, good question. Uh, ooh. Yeah, I honestly don't think there is any that I'm, like, strictly off limits. If I'm gonna be completely honest, yeah. um, and I'm gonna talk about this show later on, because okay. I, did, I did sort of pre-read some of the questions. Peruse through. Yeah, but I didn't, like, think too heavily on them. Yeah. Um, Hannibal? Okay. I will not. I don't okay. think I will ever make content for. And Even it, if it's like an AU. Yeah, no. Okay. I'll 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 explain <laughs> I'll explain a little bit more later, but like I just I completely understand why people make content for mm-hmm. it and why they like it so yeah. much. Like I can see it in the show personally. Yeah. Their dynamic. Uh-huh. Not makes, your cup of makes, tea. makes me uncomfortable. That's fair. And I 
like it can't be corrected in any AU setting okay. in my mind. Okay. So th- that's just like a personal thing. And it's not that I don't like them. Yeah. It's just that like I don't see myself ever writing for that that's because fair. it personally makes me uncomfortable. That's fair. I don't know if there's anything um like 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 yandere simulator too like oh. if you want to get like down <laughs> like really into the nitty gritty yeah yeah, yeah. like no. i don't know if there's anything that like because i've never like sat back and been like you know what i'll i'll consume this but i will never write for it kind of vibe like i feel like if i came across something i'd be like yeah but like at the same time i don't write that much to begin with like if something mm. really has to like grab me to have me write for it to begin with yeah like i have a whole my whole like notes app in Uh my phone is just full of like little sputtered ideas or that kind of stuff like stuff i probably should be posting on my tumblr but i really don't care to and i'm more thinking would i ever post something into that notes like would i even would i even think of something about in regards to this so like hannibal's on that list um any sort of creepy pasta Okay. Like, I remember when those were yeah. fucking huge. I don't think I would ever... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Quick story time. Okay. When I was in high school, like, mm, we're going to go sophomore year. So I was, like, mm-hmm. 14, 15-ish. I wrote a Jeff the Killer-esque short story nice. about, like, a murderous girl and had all of my English teachers read it. Because <laughs> I, like... Oh, you did tell me this one time. I think probably. Yeah. And, like, all my teachers were very nice, but I bet you they were like, what the fuck? fucking classroom right now because i was just like here can you proofread and whatever because like i also fully submitted the story into like like writing contests nice. and stuff like that never never once got a prize for it and like it was kind of shit like I, even like without the context mm. of like a girl is actively being murdered in the story like it was kind of shit but i would be like can you proofread this for me and they'd be like haha <laughs> it was great <laughs> like Hi. So I don't even think I would say that I wouldn't do anything creepypasta related. I just, I don't mind reading creepypastas or like watching YouTube yeah. videos about creepypastas. But if I would choose to write anything sort of in that realm, it would definitely be more SCP related. Sure. I feel like there are ships that I won't write for in media. Mm, like okay. there is like, I will write Teen Wolf fan fiction. But I would never write steric fan fiction because I'm not a fan of that. Like, mm-hmm. I respect the people who do, but, like, I just would personally never yeah. write that ship. So I think there are ships inside of medias that I would never write for just because they're Definitely. not my cup of tea. Yeah, no. But, I'm... like, I don't know if there's a single piece of media that I'm like, oh. Goodbye. <laughs> we'll fix that later. Um, that I just wouldn't write for. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... No, I I can definitely think of a few ships yeah. off the top of my head where I'm just like, no, nah, nah. I don't think I <laughs> Two, is there any scenes from a fanfic that you've read that impacted you to this day or that you think of often? Uh, I got this question and I still don't know an answer to it. I just think, like, I... Because I read a majority of my fanfic... Mm-hmm on tumblr yeah. like i'm gonna be fully transparent i i consume <laughs> way more fanfic on tumblr than i do ao3 like if i want to find a good than lengthy, any other platform yeah if yeah. i want to find a really good lengthy read mm-hmm. i usually go to ao3 sure. and at night like just a quick like yeah. some headcanons yeah. or whatever i'll go on tumblr Little one shot on tumblr yeah, yeah exactly which is why i was surprised when i found sincerely not on tumblr yeah, like yeah. that's a really long fucking series and not to say that tumblr doesn't have good long-running series yeah. But it's definitely more of a quick consumable yeah. kind of um, vibe. So I can't. 
like i bust through content like nothing i will say that i still remember the first yn fic i read Mm. that like probably impacted me the most because obviously i am an avid lover of the yn fic and like writer of a yn fic and it was when i first started reading fic when i was like in percy jackson because i think that was like if i like really think about it i think that was my first fandom that i was a part of that Mm -hmm. like got me into fanfic and all that stuff and it was like a yn fic probably on fanfiction.net that was about a girl who was like percy jackson's sister and i don't remember literally anything else about it but i remember that aspect and being like yes dad yes (laughs) so i would say that that impacted me the most like for my first like yn fic to be like ooh. (laughs) the most recent one that i can think of is i've never been like a big fan of like um like coffee shop au or like flower shop au or like that kind of stuff but recently, within the past couple of months, so I shouldn't say recently, yeah. but um, I went on AO3 and I actually found this Kotsky X reader Ooh. one. And it was that you owned a flower shop and during a battle they had like Hell crashed yeah. into your store Hell and like refixed yeah. everything. So that was a different take on flower shop yes. AU that I actually really, really like. Fuck yeah. And so it got me thinking like, how would other people turn AUs? Yeah. So that's something. Do you like for tattoo me. shop flower shop AU? See, I've never read a good okay. one. <laughs> like a really solid good one so i've i've never really okay it's just eh. that's fair just like oh what was i think oh someone on tumblr the other day posted like thunderstorm headcanons you know that trope no where it's like oh and a lot of like headcanons or like asks people on tumblr like or well what if yn is like scared of thunderstorms like oh, how okay, how would yes. they like comfort them? <laughs> yes, I hate that. It's like my least. It's like favorite. the same thing of just like how would they comfort you after a nightmare kind of. Yes, scenario. because it's like shut the fuck up. Sorry, <laughs> like that's like so not sure. to be like that. I, I'm sure there's people out there that really do get scared sure. by thunderstorms. That's so unrealistic for a majority of the population. Sure. So I just don't consume yeah. that kind of content, and that's how I feel about flower shop AU, where it was just like copy paste mm, okay. for a bunch of different things. Okay. And I get like it's an AU, so they fit some tor- type of mold. Yeah. But that Kotsky one was different in a way that made me appreciate flower shop okay. AU. So I was like, very you know nice. what? This is the one flower shop AU that I can like really get behind. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, the last question: What has been? What was the most difficult fan fiction for you to write? Uh, you probably have this in the bag more than I do because I have written very little fan fiction in my day. What's the most difficult one to write? Well, uh, I guess I I guess the proper answer would be the one that I'm technically supposed to be writing right now <laughs> because there's nine chapters out and I have planned yeah. like double that if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah, like I still have like another ten odd, some sure. odd chapters to sure. go. Um, that th- this by far is the longest thing I've yeah. ever published. So, besides that, one shot wise, I would probably say, oh god, um, I'm not good with intimacy like you are, mm. like the fluffy stuff. Yeah. So I can't like pinpoint. You've one, said like you like you're not great at like emotion writing, like writing emotions in a way that is. Yeah, like I. This also goes back into my personal life. I'm sure. not. I'm emotional, yeah. but I'm not good at like telling people mm. what my emotions are, okay. or like. It's not that I'm bad at expressing my emotions. Yeah. It's that I don't know how to tell people. Sure. So why the f- <laughs> how the fuck am I supposed <laughs> to write those down That's and like fair. make other people feel those emotions? That's you fair. know. 
So that's kind of where my stand, like most of my one shots or anything on Tumblr mm-hmm. were just like super quick. Yeah. You know, I was 16, very, yes. um, very emotional back sure. then. So I'm sure it was sort of decent. But now that I'm figuring out who I am and dealing with that yeah. kind of stuff, it's definitely been like, oh, I really don't know what I'm supposed to say yeah. in this situation. Like, I think I will say also this, the kind of in the same Lou of mm. like the one I am supposed to currently be writing yeah. is the hardest one right now yeah. because I think I've said this before with other fan fiction authors is like I started writing with no plan mm. and I think I like put together like five six I think I had eight chapters out currently but I like I had an idea for like up to five chapters and then I got, when I got to five chapters I thought of like three more chapters and then I when I got to the chapter eight I was like I got no more plans got no more plans so like i just haven't been writing because i have no plans and it took me i literally like was texting you being like it took me like i think a week to full full, put down like a fully cohesive plan and even there are chunks missing in that because i'm just like i don't know how to connect this part to this part and Mm -hmm. then i want to do like other things that are like way more flowery and more intricate than like i like need to be doing really yeah so that one's been really difficult and i also feel really bad that i haven't gotten a chapter out that's how I feel because I literally before the school semester started was like the last time I posted yeah. in August. Yes, so it's same. been a while. Yeah. So my, I'm hoping, especially since like, I don't know, with my current work schedule, yeah. I'm hoping that I'm able to write some because I thought of, I thought about it the other day, yeah. which was progress for okay. me. I was <laughs> like, damn, maybe I should write. And then I was like, Haha, Animal Crossing. Wow, cute. You know, so Animal Crossing really killed it. But yeah, I feel really bad about not posting at all or like not even like really writing because i remember there was like a time where i was writing a ton but not posting because i was just writing like that chapter and i'm like well at least i'm doing something about it um but then i'm not and i feel bad about it but it happens to the best of us but i will also say that i um writing smut is so difficult for me I hate it. Like, I will write up to the smut and then, like, drop it for about a week because nice. I'm like, no. <laughs> See, I have only posted two smut one shots. I mean, same. But I did the same thing for yeah. my first one where I got up to it and then I wrote some, like, bits. Bits, yes. And then I would go back to the to the main section or whatever and, like, write a little bit yeah. more and then go back to the, into, or yeah. the sex part and, like, write some more. Uh-huh. Recently, I posted one. It was on Halloween I posted one. That one was just pure smut. Yeah. Just because I was like, I don't I don't have time. <laughs> I, I don't have time to like do a bunch of other stuff. So I just kind of went for it. And the first half of it, I would say, was actually pretty good. Okay. And I was totally comfortable yeah. writing it. And then I, for some reason, lost steam yeah. like halfway through. And you can tell like things start to rush. And I just didn't want to go into detail because I was like, I need to post yeah. this before the end of October for Kinktober. So like whatever, this and that. Yeah. But... I don't know why, because I wouldn't say that I'm, like, even a sex-shy person. Like, yeah. I will talk to you about it mm-hmm. every day of the week. Yeah. Like, I have other friends. Like, there's definitely people that I don't talk to yeah. about it. But, like, I feel like with other, like, with some some people in my life, I'm like, yeah, and then this and that. And then when I start to put it on paper, I'm like, no. Uh-uh. I think it's the dialogue that kills me. I, have, <laughs> I think it's really I have a hard dialogue. time with dialogue, too, but that also goes... For me, at least, hand in hand with the intimacy problem sure. or the emotional sure. aspect, where it's just like, it's not just physical actions anymore. Yeah. I actually have to express what these people yeah. are doing. 
Which I'm not good at doing in my personal <laughs> life, so whatever. Uh, okay, well, thank you, Amanda, for those questions. I'm moving on to our friend Sarah from Talking Fanfic. Mm-mm. If you haven't heard of her podcast, um, go check it out. It's another fanfic positive mm-hmm, podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but she kind of sent us some one-off kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick fire. Quick, quick fire. Um, answer any, all, or none. You decide. Number one, who edits the podcast, Sydney, Maya, or both? Me. C- correct. And then Sydney goes in and takes out empty spaces. Um, two, who had the idea for the podcast? I did, technically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, three, did you, um, did you have to flip a coin to decide who had to record the anchor promo slash commercial thing? It sounds great. She um, did that all on her own. Yes, I did that all on my own. I felt bad that Maya, like, took it on herself to, like, edit because I thought it was going to be this huge thing. And I was like, I can do the ad if need mm. be. Um, four, how did you guys meet and become besties? Long story. Let's not get into it right now. <laughs> um, Facebook Messenger group talking about anime boys. Pretty much. Yep. Um, five? Five. Did you... Do you both have a work in progress you are working on right now? Yes. Unfortunately. Several. <laughs> Several. Let's not get into it. Next question. <laughs> um, six. Do you like writing shorter stuff, longer stuff? What about for reading? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I definitely like making plots for longer stories okay. i think that's a very strong yes. suit of mine is, absolutely is, is. is making a very cohesive story i'm very terrible at actually writing them out sure. if my work in progress is <laughs> for any yes. show of it um i do prefer reading longer stories but mm-hmm. they are not as um easy to find okay. as one shots are okay um, I will say I like writing longer stories, mm. and if I write one shots, they're always in the world and in the story that I'm mm, writing. Like mm. I, even both of the one shots that I have written are in the storyline of a longer piece of work that yeah. I've written. Um, and for reading, I like both. Honestly, like I, I'm into like a good one shot, especially if it's like a good smut one shot well, yeah. that's like in and out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I also like a a longer piece. Um. Have it be, like, gen or teen or explicit or whatever. The longer piece has to prove it to me within the first little bit. (laughs) Sure. Because if it doesn't, I'm dropping it. Okay. And I feel bad, but, like, I I, I got standards. I will stick along, like, stick around. I will say, though, my favorite are, like, the good six-chapter, like, 65,000-word stories. Like, those are perfect. Yeah. Like, those are perfect. Um, yeah, the, the long one, I think I'll stick through a little bit longer than you. Mm-hmm. Um, if I get about halfway into it and I'm like, see, halfway's too much. Yeah. If you're, I don't, this is also a personal thing sure. and this is coming from like a film mm-hmm. background, I, I suppose. I give it maybe a third. Okay. Definitely a quarter, maybe a third. Sure. If you don't, if you don't have me <laughs> by then, then I, then I'm out. So that just means that every fanfic that you've read around this podcast are, it's there in the top basically because you've stuck around. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. Um, do you have any unfinished work in progress that haunt you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> do your parents know that you read and or write fanfiction? If not, what are your thoughts on coming out of the fanfiction closet? My parents know. They don't know exactly what it consists sure. of but they do know that i do it and they okay. also know that i do the podcast they don't know the name of it <laughs> even though my dad asks all the time i won't give it to him because nope. i he doesn't need to hear his daughter talking about um fictional characters having sex especially when it's a y and you yeah yeah no he, he, does, he does not need to hear that yeah. um and i it kind of happened weirdly the way they found out i read it was we were on a trip to um alaska okay 
for whatever reason and I was up late one night, you uh-huh. know, doing my nightly reads or whatever. This was back when I was like 15 sure. or something. And my dad was like, he walked into the room or something because he went to the bathroom and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, reading. And he was like, reading what? And I was like, do I really have to fucking explain this to you? <laughs> so I explained it. I literally explained it to him. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm reading fan fiction. And he was like, oh, okay. And he like asked a couple of questions, not that much. And then pretty recently, within the past year, um, was when I was like, oh, I write. Yeah. And I was like, I have this thing that's like 80 pages long yeah. and like this this amount of words. And he was like, holy shit, I've yeah. never ri- written that much for anything <laughs> yeah. in my life. And I was like, me neither. This yeah. is the first for me <laughs> too, but I do it. So they don't know what sure. the reading necessarily is. They don't, mm-hmm. they his Their conception of fan fiction is like published Star Wars fan fiction mm, books. Okay. So I think they don't really think uh, yeah. the way it is, but it be as it do. Sure. So whatever, you know. I So my parents, maybe not my dad. I don't think my dad knows. Mm. My mom knows and my sister knows. And I like a handful of my friends know that I write fan fiction. Mm. Um, I think all my friends know that I read fan fiction. And my sister knows that I, my sister and my mom know I write and about this podcast. My dad knows about this podcast. My dad is not a nosy human. Like, my dad is, like, really kind of uninvolved in a lot of things where he's just like, you were there and I am here and sometimes our paths diverse, mm. basically. But my mom is like, your dad, she wants to know everything. And I'm like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah. Like, I remember when we, I, like, we were going up to um, that haunted hotel to do the Halloween special episode. Yeah. And my mom was like, well, you have to tell me what that is because I have to know. And I'm like, well, no, <laughs> because yeah. if I tell you what that mm. is, you'll get like the whole back catalog and you don't need that. Mm. Um, but I don't actually know how my mom found. I think maybe I just told her like I've always have just a petulance for writing. So my mom would just be like, what are you writing now? And then eventually I just told her that I was writing Hawks fan fiction. But my sister found out because she like caught me writing Marvel fan fiction one time nice. where it was like one of the ones that I never actually ended up publishing, I believe. And I was just writing it during, like, a summer where I just had, like, nothing to mm-hmm. do, really. And I, like, left my room and my laptop open and I went back and my sister, being the nosy little sister, was like, are you writing Marvel fan fiction? And I was like, yes. And? So that's how my sister found out. But, like, a lot of my other friends, it's just, like, I told you the one friend I have, like, I saw an AO3 tab opened and I was just yeah. like, we are one of the same and then I have another friend who's just, like, very, like, not judgmental. So I was always fine telling them things. Um, and then my other friend, we kind of just grew up, like, talking about fan fiction because she was in fandom pretty mm. heavily, especially, like, One Direction fandom and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my friend, like, friends and family know. I think you just have to, like, trust the people, like, who you have surrounded yourself with with coming out of the fan fiction closet that they're not going to be, like... Ew! Basically, like you just have to trust yeah. the people you've surrounded yourself with. Everyone should just be adults about it. Yeah, like it's a hobby. Yeah, just the same as like painting Warhammer figures for whatever. sure. So, and if they react poorly, I just you learn something about their character. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Yep. Who is your favorite non fan fiction writer? I am a cliche millennial, so I like David Foster Wallace. Here's the thing. Yep, I don't read a whole ton of books. Sure. Like outside, um. So asking me that is sure. like not a very <laughs> good question. Um, I mean, off the top of my head, probably Stephen King. Okay. Like I, I have a bunch of his books on my shelf at home, and yeah, I did read a bunch of them in high school. I will say, Bram Stoker wrote my favorite book of all time. Okay. I haven't read a ton of his other works, so I can't. Is it Dracula? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we talked about it. 
Uh, Dracula is my favorite book okay. of all time. It's so fucking good. But, you know, I don't know what other stuff he has. I never yeah. really looked into Bram Stoker. So. Sure. I will say, so I definitely read a lot more. Mm. Um, probably not fan fiction. You probably take the cake on fan fiction for me. But, like, in terms of normal published, like, books, like, I definitely read more. For nostalgia's sake, I say Rick Riordan. Because that bitch has been with me since, like, the fourth grade, basically, and I have... Is that how you say his last name? Rick Riordan. Riordan? Riordan. Riordan? I fucking don't know. (laughs) I had a teacher in high school that had the same spelling of his last name, and she pronounced it Riordan. Riordan? No, I think it's Rick Riordan. At least that's always how okay, I oh, pronounce no, it. No, I'm not judging you. I'm just going to straight up say <laughs> If I'm wrong. I'm going like... to straight up say that's the stupidest way to pronounce that last name. <laughs> like as soon as she was like, oh, it's Reardon. And I was like, oh, yeah, that totally makes Wouldn't sense. Wouldn't that be spelled like R-E-A-R-D-A-N? If, it's a, if it derives Reardon? from a different language. That's true. I don't know. I just, I, that, I feel like maybe I heard it pronounced that uh, way once or I don't know. No. I could also be saying it wrong. Like. How everyone said Hermione wrong for the longest who, time until... Who, who wrote the uh, um, the Fablehaven books? Brandon Mull. I met him. Okay, yeah. He was also a good writer. Yeah. I just thought, oh, you were talking about Reardon, and I was like, <laughs> what other kitty books? Kitty, <laughs> kitty, kitty. quote, quote unquote. Um, Middle grade. Yeah. Yeah. Just... Um, but, like, now, um, B.E. Schwab is my favorite. Mm. She writes incredible fantasy books that are, like, my favorite. My favorite fantasy series... Um, a darker shade of magic comes from her. Mm. Um, I love Vicious. I love um, her new book, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. I love every book that she has produced. I I think she's my favorite. I definitely have like favorite books that like are of an author that I've never read any of their other books. But like, I definitely think that like um, V.E. Schwab like takes the cake for me. And then of course I like Marissa Meyer books. Um, I the episode that we did on like the um we t- we briefly talked about like the nft that went on mm. with a bunch of that really disappointed me because i love a lot of like marie lou i love her books yeah so that like tahara mafi love her books like it's that was very disappointing to me because i do enjoy all their books but i love v schwab like to the point where i want to get her like um she has on her instagram like she's handwritten quotes for her book and i want to get one of them tattooed on my body mm-hmm. one day because i just i adore all everything that she writes so yeah um what were some of your favorite books as a kid <laughs> um mine was magic treehouse i was a magic treehouse bitch uh, i didn't uh <laughs> let's put it this way the advanced learning program that my elementary school had had two sections it was either english or math i got into the math one oh, and not okay. the english one okay 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 so i'm surprised that i like <laughs> write fan fiction today uh, like the, like i mentioned fable haven earlier yeah i really liked that book series sure um like percy jackson i guess yeah like i started reading percy jackson in like the fifth grade i believe too. when my my teacher like my elementary school teacher at the time she like read to us like uh-huh. for the last half hour to an hour of mm-hmm. the day mm-hmm. and the one of the books that she read to us was the percy jackson the lightning thief and i personally made my mother go and buy two copies of sea of monsters one for me and one for her so that she could read the second book because i loved it so much mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but i loved magic treehouse when i was like much younger than that like i would go through those books like water and then i loved hatchet when i oh. was reading it i really liked that book and i still remember it like to this day like mm-hmm. there was a bunch of books that i read in like reading mm-hmm, classes mm-hmm. or whatever but like hatchet has always stuck around with me so i fucking hated that book really oh, yeah. 
Fuck yeah, I hated that book. Why? Don't ask me. They made us read it in like the fifth grade. Oh, okay, sure. I, I pretty much I've hated almost every book that they have assigned. Interesting. To us. Like besides Lord of the Flies, which okay. was a very good read. Yeah. Um, Dracula was from. They gave us a choice mm-hmm. in my AP literature class. They were like, oh, you can choose any work of literary merit. Okay. And you can write a report on it. And okay. that was the only report, book report in high school that I've ever gotten 100% on. Oh, was okay. on Dracula. Um, yeah. All, all the other books. Interesting. Like Grapes of Wrath, fucking hated it. Death of a <laughs> Salesman was, was fucking rough. <laughs> yeah. Um, Frankenstein was okay, but still, I was mm-hmm. like, why the fuck am I being That's forced fair. to read this? No, if we're talking about high school, there are definitely books that I fucking hated. I yeah. hated The Scarlet Letter. I so hated 1984. Um, yeah. I, the only one that I truly, like, enjoyed, I think, was To Kill a Mockingbird. See, I didn't even like that one. Yeah. So, I hated The Great Gatsby. I got about halfway through and then just, like, watched the movie. And I was like, I hope this gets me through the rest of this program, basically. Yeah, that's fair. So, I if we're def- like I think I enjoyed a lot more of the books that I read in elementary school than mm. in high school. Like, in high school, I was just like, this is this stupid. Like, I really, I really dislike the classics. The classics, quote-unquote. Because they're just, they're written so weirdly and my brain doesn't like them. Oh. They don't like the old English or the old, like, way that they speak. Um, my dad is a huge fan of the classics. Like, to the point where he bought me, like, a leather-bound set of a bunch of classics. Because he just also wants me to like classics. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's just not gonna happen, dad. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like them. I'll keep them because they're gorgeous books. But, like, eh. You know what I mean? Mm. Alright, fuck, Mary kill. Dean Winchester, Sam Winchester, Castiel. Uh, fuck Dean Winchester. Mm. Kill Sam, Mary Cassie. I think that's my same. I think that's the same. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the same. Sorry, we're not Sam girlies. No. <laughs> Who is your favorite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? And if you have no idea, too bad, choose now. Now you know more about Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles than I do. So. We, we talked about it last week, too, in yes. last week's episode. I'm definitely more Donatello than okay. anything, but I can't appreciate Leonardo and Michelangelo. I do not like Raphael. Okay. Angsty bad boy. Okay. So she has written yeah. them out. Leonardo, blue turtle, headstrong leader, weapon, katana swords. Donatello, mm-hmm. purple turtle, nerdy computer guy, weapon, bow staff. Mm-hmm. Raphael, red turtle, angsty bad boy, weapon, twin, size. 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 Yeah. Michelangelo, a.k.a. Mikey. Orange turtle, goofy, fun-loving turtle, most obsessed with pizza, weapon, nunchucks. Yep. I think of these descriptions, Michelangelo might be my favorite, um, just from the descriptions alone. Yeah. From all the c- old cartoons, he was the one that was like, Calabunga. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. All right. This says, thank you so much, Sarah, for the questions. Thank That's you. not what I wanted to do. Yeah. I don't know. Donatello's like the, the best middle ground. Raphael's too angsty. Mm-hmm. Michelangelo won't ever shut the fuck up. Leonardo's meh. Yeah. Like, like he, I feel like he would be too responsible. Okay. And then Donatello is like a straight up good middle ground between yeah. all of them. So yeah. it's like, okay. Very cool. That's the most natural decision. Okay. Next email. Hello, girls. Firstly, congrats on the end of a great podcasting year. Thank you. Um, I hope I'm not too late to send some questions. Nope. They're a little long, so feel free to only answer what you want. Um, yeah. You should be fine. Hmm. One, what has been your favorite episode this year? Either one you did, one the other did, or both. Good question. Let me look at our episodes. <laughs> okay, I can. Uh, definitely, I think my favorite episode that I did was the My Immortal episode. Mm. I think that one was just a all-around really fun episode. Um, I liked 
researching that because I knew of My Immortal, but I did not know the story behind it. Like, I knew it was, like, a fun, haha, we put we pick at this fanfiction kind of fanfiction. Yeah. But I didn't know, like, the absolute monster that went behind this and, like, about the author and all that. So I thought that was really fun, and I thought it was a really good episode because you knew, like, nothing about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I thought that was fun to, like, <laughs> like, bring you into the world of My Immortal and stuff like that. And for your episode, I would either have to go between... It's okay. So it's either your very first episode of Songbird in the Sea. Mm-hmm. I think that was really good. Yeah. Um. I think you did an incredible job telling that story. Thank like, you. Considering most real... of the time, I was like, "Yeah, dude, <laughs> fuck, did this happen? Fuck, dude." But I think this. you do that so well because you just go and you go and you go. <laughs> it's, or I know it's or sincerely not. Yeah. Like as much as that hurt me, that was a really it's, good episode. It's really good. Yeah. For my episode, I would probably say the same. Yeah. I was going to say Songbird in the Sea and Sincerely Not. Yeah. Just because those two were the longest ones sure. that I've read. They were the most fun yeah. I've had reading other fakes. Especially since, like, the other ones. I was like, haha, I just have to read something. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, and I hate doing that, but I'm also busy. Yeah. <laughs> and I have other things going on in my life. Whereas, like, g- given Songbird in the Sea, I did read in one day. Oh, sure. Um, and it was longer than sincerely not, and I don't know how I did that, yeah. but like, good for me, I guess. It's a memory now. Yeah, if, not a dude. That was such a tiring day. Yeah, I remember getting to your house, and it was I showed up an hour and a half late. Yes, because I was like, I'm still reading. I, <laughs> yes, I gotta finish did. this. And I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> so whatever. I think your episode that was my favorite was Passerine. Oh, okay, because yeah. we had done an interview right before it, mm-hmm. and I was fucking tired. Yes, you were. And you were just like, all right, I'm just going to read a story. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and we went <laughs> off to dreamland. And I was like, okay, this is awesome. So. It was a, re- I am st- honestly, it's our like most listened to episode. And I am to this day, it took every ounce of energy I had. I cried so many times reading that. I tried to condense that story the best I could. But the way that it is written, even though it's not that long, I don't even think it's a a hundred thousand words yeah. like I, I i don't think it even gets close to that it's like seventy thousand or something mm. like that it has so it's so dense that like if you cut something out it doesn't make sense mm-hmm, anymore mm-hmm. so i did my best to condense but i was like so here's 19 pages i'm so sorry but this is what we're gonna have to do and st- i'm so glad that i i did what i did and i put all that time into yeah. it because it <laughs> gratefully like ha- like helped us like mm-hmm. really plus i got to learn about the minecraft and, like, I, I truly don't think I would have ever looked into it if not for this podcast, like, really. So, yeah, yeah that was a really good episode. Okay. Two, has there been a show, movie, book, etc. that you consumed for the podcast that you would prob- that you probably wouldn't have but really enjoyed nonetheless? Hannibal. This is the question for Hannibal. Oh, okay. I, I did really enjoy the show. Yeah. I thought it was it's fantastic. It's a really good it's, show. It's really extremely well written. Yeah. I thought the plot was really, really good. Mm-hmm. I just... It has some of the wildest shit that I've seen in a That's long time. That's the thing. Time. As I really like the show. I, pr- for the most part, hate most of the fucking characters. Okay. So like, I think go- that's fair. Good on I them. I think they're supposed to be unlikable characters. No, no, no. That's yeah. totally fair. And I get that's what they were going mm. for. But, like, good good on them. Yeah. I think... I don't know if I wouldn't have watched this. Okay. So, one, Teen Wolf. But, like, we can skirt on past that by... Yeah. It's Castlevania. Nice. I don't think I would have ever watched that show if not for you and this. Also, I don't think I would have ever played Genshin Impact. 
if not for probably those podcasts because there was a lot of Genshin and I wanted to like understand what the fuck was going on because basically when you did your Genshin episode in like June or July or something like that I knew fucking nothing and you were like oh I had to scrap this fanfiction because you wouldn't understand and I didn't want to like take the time and like sit down for half an hour and explain to you what was going on Mm -hmm. so I was like shit I want to know what's going on now because I thought it was just like a haha quest game but I was like there's a full fucking storyline behind it yes so I don't think I would have ever played Genshin Impact to be completely honest if not for this so and it's a really good game it's pretty fun yeah um what has been your favorite show or movie or both you watched this year either something that came out this year another season of a show that dropped this year or just something that you watched that didn't necessarily come out this year Ooh, good question i mean castlevania the final season season four definitely yeah. caught me by surprise yeah. had literally no <laughs> yeah. idea that that was coming out literally the day it came out i went on netflix i was like oh i just need something to put on and i was like yeah. oh, what the fuck yeah it's up what is happening <laughs> know that they announced it what is happening yes so that was a pleasant surprise as of recording this the witcher season two is coming out in a couple days yeah i'm very excited to watch that um i'm assuming it's gonna be really good considering uh the first season was really good and henry cavill is also (sighs) fine as fuck yeah also um a huge like he played all the games and read all the books so he was like he made sure that they were on lore which was very very nice to hear yeah um god there's probably a bunch of other things too attack on titan attack on attack on titan and then the rest is coming out demon slayer season two jujutsu kaisen finished this year the movie's coming out soon like i will say i really enjoyed the newest haiku season i know a lot of people didn't like the art style i really liked the art style last year did it finish last year Mm -hmm. shit you just took a long time actually you want to know something very very cool that i found out the other day so shonen jump every year has like basically like their own little convention mm-hmm. where people the studios sign up with shows and they like yeah. that's where they do all the big yeah. announcements and that kind of stuff haikyuu is on the list this oh, year shit. so i'm assuming that's when we're I'm <laughs> gonna get season five announced because we yeah. haven't fucking gotten it yet jujutsu kaisen is also on there so i'm assuming that's when okay. we're gonna get the season okay. two announcement but oh and luca Luca oh, came nice. out this year and I loved Luca. Yeah. It was so cute. It made me cry. Balled my fucking eyes yeah, out. It was too. really cute. I really liked it. Um, what movie slash so slash book are you excited for next year? My god, so many things. So many things. <laughs> so many things. Attack on Titan, Demon Slayer is still mm-hmm. continuing to come out. Shadow I'm and Bone ass- Season 2 is going to come out. I'm assuming Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2 yeah. is going to be out sometime yeah. next year. Hopefully Haikyuu Season yeah. 5. I mean... God, Chainsaw Man is coming yep. out maybe next year. I know year. it won't be next year, but this... Okay, by the time this episode comes out, it will already be out. But the next Spider-Man movie, I'm very excited yeah. for. Yeah. There's like just a ton of shit coming out that I am quite excited for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, again, really great year, and I hope you'll continue to talk about fanfiction in a positive light for many years to come. Best, Celin, Kaylin. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. Um, hi, Sydney and Maya. I've been listening to your podcast for a while now, and each episode brings immeasurable joy. Thanks. So my question is this. How does a fanfic writer know if they're, like, qualified to talk about their craft? More specifically, when does a fanfic writer know if they are a real writer? Sometimes my friends, both internet and IRL, ask me for writing advice, and I'm not sure if I'm qualified to give it. I'm only 18. Sure, I've written a lot, but how much of it counts towards experience? I just don't know if I'm a real writer. Writer. I love my craft and love doing it, but I don't know. You can't have heart without skill. 
I know it's I know this is probably a gloomy and difficult question. No pressure in answering. I bet you guys get a ton of questions. Thanks, Earl. So I'm going to come from the perspective of a very, very former 19-year-old. Yes. So <laughs> like I'm, months, months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm very, I'm, I'm close to you in age. To this day, I do not feel like qualified okay. in any capacity to mm-hmm. publish the things that I publish or to have people even comment on my work and be like, wow, this is really good. Yeah. Like, even then, I still go back and I read like the first chapter of the long running one that I published. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking to yeah. publish this? Like, this is garbage. Yeah. Why didn't I fix this? But, it, you know, it's like it's said and done. There's yeah. nothing I can do about it now. If people are asking you advice, just kind of roll with it. Yeah. Because they're coming to you for a reason or they want to know your opinion. And giving advice has never hurt anyone because they choose whether or not they get to take it. Sure. I bet that there's still professional fucking writers out there that have books to their names that still don't feel like they're qualified Mm -hmm. so it i don't think it is necessarily a matter of like when do you feel qualified or like that kind of stuff like if you're writing you are a writer yes that's just what you are you can call yourself that so even if it is just a hobby and i definitely i'm gonna go back to that you can't have heart without skill you can absolutely have heart without skill like you can love something and put so much time into it even if you won't ever be the best at it it doesn't matter because like you will like to like for passion and joy there are so many pieces of art out there i will say the entire fucking illumination production studio that has makes movie no heart whatsoever it's just for money Mm. and like the people who are making that they have skills sure but like there's no heart into it i think we've even learned like with these past you know couple uh months with even like years with um into the spider-verse and arcane how what good could come out when you put heart with skill Mm. but like even you know with when you have heart that's pretty much all you need to like continue the craft and like maya's right like you know when you write you are a writer i used to have um a coworker of mine who i would talk to writing about and he would just tell me like oh if you're if you're writing without anybody seeing what you're doing you're not a writer you're a journaler and I was just like, yikes, <laughs> that hurt. Yeah. But, like, you're a writer. Like, I, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you want to get nitpicky about it, just go on Tumblr and publish something. Therefore, you are a writer. Yeah. Like, it's not hard. No. Um, and I say that with... Sure. I say that with all the love in my heart. It's not hard. But, like, that's if you really need some sort of qualification literally post anything to ao3 or to tumblr or to twitter or whatever because then you're a writer and you know there's nothing what what, what's someone gonna do i don't know give you a note give you a like (laughs) give you a kudo like coming from a personal standpoint i still don't feel qualified sure especially after going on ao3 and reading other people's works or beta reading you know i read other people's stuff and i'm like wow that was so good Mm -hmm. i would never be able to write anything like that but I also have to realize I have my own style of writing. Yeah, I have my own way of sure. using words or using syntax. I know that I'm more action-based and yeah. I'm more focused on what characters are doing and how they're positioned. And that's yeah. what I focus on in my writing. Whereas someone like Sydney per se, focuses more on like internal thoughts mm-hmm. or emotions and that kind of stuff. So you just have to realize what your strong suits are. And being 18 is so fucking hard. Yeah. Because there's so much shit you still have to figure out. And I'm 20 and mm-hmm. I still don't fucking know a billion things about sure. myself. So. And I'll say as someone who is even farther from 18. Yeah. Like you are just going to be a different person by mm-hmm. the time you reach like even I'm 23 and like you're going to be just a different person. And like you will always continue to learn and you will always continue to grow. And like 
even the stuff that I was writing a year ago is like I think is dog shit. <laughs> like I really mm-hmm. like I look back and I'm like, damn, what was I doing? Like yeah. compared to like even that, but I look at my stuff now and I thankfully have gotten to a part like a point where I like read my stuff and I'm like, damn, that was really good. But like you just have to come to that and you're you have to like come to this I, I know like people say it a lot, but like you can't compare yourself to where somebody else is. Mm-hmm. Because like even even like you reading the stuff on AO three, the person who's publishing it might be like in their thirties and has been writing writing fanfiction yeah. for twenty years or something like mm-hmm. that. Like it's that kind of thing where you can't compare it. Like you can I would say learn from what you're reading. Like I will read fanfiction and be like, "Oh, that sentence structure is incredible. They the way that they have um described that is incredible." Mm-hmm. Like those kind of things. So just like learning from the people around you and you know, as much as people come to you for advice, you can then like pass on what you have learned from like doing your own research and reading and like I think like the best advice that I've ever gotten as a writer is just to read read everything mm-hmm. read as much as you can so you are a writer is what we're trying to say yeah. hello i have one question for sydney and one for maya sydney you mentioned your favorite you you've uh, you've mentioned your top three ships before why are they your favorite maya what was the beginning of your love for the mafia au what fake started it all thanks mint <laughs> you first drew me <laughs> so i we got this question and we both were like what <laughs> like this was a you are trying to look into our psyche so deep right now because mm. I have never thought about why these three. Okay, and let me. My three are Clance, which is Keith and Lance, Kirishima, um, Ijiro, and Bakugo Katsuki, and um, Eddie Kasprak and Richie Tozer. Mm. Those are my top three, just to, if anybody didn't know. Um, and I have never thought of a day of why. I just like, I'm just like, yes these three mm-hmm. i don't know why but these three <laughs> are my favorite mm-hmm. i started thinking about it a little bit more like after i got the question because like now i genuinely want to know like why i've decided to attach myself to like these six men basically mm-hmm. and i think like the most succinct answer that i can give to this is that like i identify either very closely or like loosely far away with one of the characters and i adore the way that the other character loves them Mm. so like i will say that like i think it's like i was even trying to think about it because like i i won't say that i like in the in the shortest of terms kin like any of these characters really because i'm like i'm not specifically like them but i see aspects of myself in them like Mm -hmm. like with keith and kirishima and eddie like i think there's a part of all three of those characters that are like feel unworthy of some sort and they're having, like, issues with, you know, their skills and where they're at in life mm-hmm. and, like, the choices they have made. And I think I resonate with a lot in, like, those aspects of the character and, like, with their love partners, like, with their the people that I ship them with, basically. Mm-hmm. I love the way that they love them, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, like, and it's so difficult. Like, even I was like, does that make any fucking sense, like, whatsoever? Mm-hmm. But, like, with ready i really adore how loudly richie loves eddie like he will tell anybody any day of the week like this is my partner this is the person i love like it's not shy it's not like backed away like it is loud and out there and like i am not hiding this basically and with keith and lance i like how I mean, and this is just fan fiction trip. Like, these are not, like, canonical in any slight. Mm-hmm. But, like, the way that I have seen um, fan fiction authors and, like, my favorite fan fiction authors for these, like, write these characters. Um, for, like, Keith and Lance, I really like how, like, 
endearingly and like un unfettered like Lance loves Keith that it's just like this is a long-term thing like no matter what we go through like it will always be you at the end it doesn't matter like what we go through or what happens or what like what you do or like what we go through like it will always be a constant and then for Kirishima and Bakugo I really like how Kirishima loves him gently Hmm. like like Bakugo obviously is not as you know the kindest and he like has bad days and is mean sometimes but in all the fics that I have read Kirishima is always there to be like it's you and me like I even in your bad days I will love you and we can have time to like chill out and relax and it's okay to just be like soft and gentle with yourself and I'm gonna be here for you when you're bad days. So I think like that's the best explanation that I came up with that answer mm. is like I I I see myself as one character and I want to be loved <laughs> like the other character loves them basically. Mm-hmm. Which is like the most I thought about and I don't want to dip that deep into my psyche like ever again. Um did not think about my question all that much because there's no real answer to my question. Sure. Um, there wasn't a single fic or a single piece of media mm-hmm. that I was like, fuck yes. Fuck yeah. Yes. I, I... love that man in the suit. <laughs> yeah. So I think it was more so I read a lot of fan fiction in middle school. Yes. I took a break. I took a break from all anime, like any fandom related mm-hmm. content for about two to three years um, to kind of live my own life sure. or like whatever. Yeah. Because it was like, look, that's cringe. And oh, then, I mean, yeah, I and, went through the same phase. Like, that's, yeah. Yeah. And then I um, went back to it like late junior year, early senior year of high school. And I, I don't know. I've always just really liked the aesthetic, like mm-hmm. visually any anything like that like tattoo suits or armored that kind of stuff just like dark aesthetic smoky neon lights that kind of stuff i've always just vibed more Mm. with that kind of did you like mafia movies like the godfather yeah i love those movies yeah yeah but like i didn't necessarily seek them out all the time i think it just was sort of this natural thing and then of course when i started reading fan fiction again i was like fuck yeah i'll read some mafia yeah like sick show like let me know what that's about let me get a piece of that cake yeah so i don't i don't think there was any one piece i think for the longest time i've always sort of liked that aesthetic Mm -hmm. visually Mm -hmm. and it was only natural for me to be like oh yeah this is so sick like why don't i just read about it so hello sydney and maya i've been trying to think of some questions of sorry i've been trying to think of something to ask you too that will already be asked by somebody else but then i started running out of time so i just figured i'd throw your questions back at you yeah. one is there a fan fiction trope that you haven't written about that you want to two is there a fan fiction trope that you would never write about in a million years i hope no one has thought to ask you these questions yet but if they have at least i tried thanks kiki starfire nice thank you kiki well no one has asked us those questions no. <laughs> um what's a fan fiction trope i would like to write mine is definitely soulmates yeah. I would love to get my hands on a soulmates one time, but I just I want it to be something that no one else has done yet. Nice. And I haven't come up with that idea yet. I This is <laughs> this is also a very different vibe that I very very much admire because uh-huh. I went through sort of this phase this past year a like treasure hunter (gasps) kind of au yeah i haven't told you this i definitely figured out i wrote an entire plot for (gasps) this au for a bunch of characters that i really like (laughs) but i was like i need to hold this off 
and like you have like a million work in progress oh my god i do but i was like i need to finish the mafia au one yeah. and then i can move to like this treasure hunter uh-huh. like indiana jones style Sick, au dude so that is one that i'm looking forward to writing because yeah. i already figured out like i already did a fuck ton yeah. of research and i've already figured out everything i will definitely say after you read songbirds in the sea like a magic pirate au yeah. just hit something that i would love to do one time like yeah. an adventure pirate on the sea magic yeah. kind of shit absolutely see the one that i figured out is more indiana jones okay but i could definitely also be down for some pirate yeah shit. yeah i feel like i feel like any adventure type because i'm just so inclined to writing like a, just a good old rom-com kind mm. of fic where it's like normal people in a normal scenario just kind of falling in love with mm-hmm. some bumps in the road so like anything that has like mystery or adventure yeah like i would love to write but again i'm not really like a plot i know person. you don't plan anything so it's so it is so incredibly hard to do any of that kind I of know. stuff with like the one i'll show you some of my notes later since i'm finally telling you okay. about it i was gonna hold off until i okay. finished the mafia au one but i was like eh, whatever um it literally like i I had to do research on real world shit and it was like it was kind of a fucked on like it was a lot there was like a two-week period sometime this year where literally all sort all all the content i consumed was like indiana jones au like it was fucking ridiculous or like uncharted like nathan fillion that's like my real that's like my character flaw is like i just really dislike planning and that really fucks with like any good fantasy adventure mystery kind of shit yeah. because i'm just like i don't know i'll write like three chapters and then you're just like oh, okay where are you going with yeah this? and i'm like i don't know so yeah a fanfic trope that i would never write about yonder i think oh shit that's a really good answer actually like don't get me wrong i've definitely consumed yeah. dark content and yandere based yeah. content i don't think i could ever write sure i think it depends on the level but any like serious yon- yeah. like where they like physically harm yeah. someone and that kind of shit fuck no i would definitely say heavy angst oh. i could never write like i like a light like a sprinkle like mm. a salting of angst is fine but like a really hard angst that it, that involves like i would say like specifically involves like cheating or abuse of any kind mm. i don't like i could do death like i could kill off a character and that's fine but like a really hard angst like that's why it was so hard for me to listen to sincerely not yeah. sincerely not because i was like no <laughs> no thank you uh, this is like the this is like a thing that i don't even like to consume yeah like let alone right i would also say omegaverse just because i don't think that i would do it justice in the way that, like, it needs to be done. Yeah, I definitely think I could write, like, a one-shot, though. Also, I'm really bad at just smut in general. And, like, mm. if I was to write an Omegaverse, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can barely get through, like, regular sex. Let alone, like, really kinky with, like, a lot of liquid, like, kind yeah. of sex. So, don't get me wrong. I love consuming it every, like, any day of the week. But, like, writing it... I just don't think I would do that great of a job at it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to let, like, the pros handle that. Nice. Yeah. Hello, pretty ladies. I hope you're both having an extraordinary day. I just firstly want both of you to know what an amazing thing you are doing. I absolutely love the podcast and have gotten a few of my fandom slash fanfiction friends onto it as well. I hope more people will be able to talk about fanfiction so openly and lovingly as you do someday. One, do you ever struggle? Yes, thank you. (laughs) Very sweet. Um, do you ever struggle finding fix to read for your week? Two, 
Who is your dream fan fiction author to have on the podcast? Three, is there a fic that you want to talk about on the podcast that you haven't yet and why? Three, four, um, do you listen to other podcasts slash what podcasts would you love to collaborate? Thank you for all the last and genuine heartfelt moments of fandom and friendship. I hope you both have a wonderful break and I can't wait to see what you do in the next year. Best wishes, Aaron. Cool. Thanks. Thank you. Um, do you ever struggle finding fix to read for your week? Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, Sydney, what surprises me about Sydney is that in every up. other aspect of her life, she plans. And she comes up with a plan and she, like, has Google Docs for everything mm-hmm. or Google Sheets, except for fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, so weird to me. Because <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. It literally doesn't make any sense at all. Whereas me... <laughs> Yeah. I literally freeball anything else in my life, but for fan fiction, I'm just like, like, yeah, you freeball. It's carefully life. constructed and it's meticulous. And if I we mess with this one, literally thing, the opposites. Of each yeah, other it's kind every of every way. Yeah, so yes, I definitely. Yeah. If you listen to the Nutcracker episode, I literally scrapped day yep. of. I yep. was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Or if like, you learned about anything we talked about on Songbird of the Sea, she read that day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I struggle with finding yeah. things or coming up with topics for the podcast, and then um, I hold off on doing it until the very last minute. You've done great so far. Though. Yeah, I mean, I've com- I've done everything. I- Listen, that's the miracle of I life, know. is that I managed to do everything <laughs> on time and do it sort of decently. Yeah. I get a passing grade on almost sure. everything, so yeah, the, the answer to the question is yes. <laughs> um, I will say for mine, the struggle that I have is the, of I will find a fan fiction topic and like I basically have the year planned out mm. um, and then sometimes those plans go wary like I've definitely had to scrap two fan fictions this year one was because it was just like really long and it was very wordly and I'm not it was incredible read mm-hmm. but it was very lengthy and there was a lot of like details and topics and it was like like right during your finals week or something and I didn't want to give you a really long episode for like you were already like doing finals and all this other stuff um and it was also for a piece of media that we none of us had consumed before Mm -hmm. so then i would have to like also have to explain the show because we would both be like what the fuck what's going on with this two pairings and stuff yeah so i had to scrap it for that reason i definitely would like to come back to it when i have more time Mm -hmm. to like take for it i'm like we just have more time overall for this podcast and everything i would love to go back to it um, but that was when I definitely had to scrap and then, like, scramble to find something new. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think it kind of showed that episode that I was just, like, freeballing it. And I definitely don't think I do as good of a job as Maya does when it comes to, like... <laughs> like free- that's because I've been freeballing since day one. <laughs> I so know. I, that's the baseline for I me. Was, I was... Listen, I was born on the day of my due date. So, like, that's how I've come into oh this world. Oh, my God. And that's how I've continued. So I definitely don't think I do as well of a job. So that's why I do try to plan everything and Mm. like really try to like at least I like try to give myself time where if I start reading something, I'm like, oh, this isn't going to work. I still have time to at least scramble something together. Like I had to do it kind of recently with another fic I was reading that I wanted to read. It had a lot of kudos, a lot of this. And then there was just like no plot to it. Mm -hmm. And like it was a fun fic if you just want to read like a no plot, like haha kind of fic. But I was like for a podcast if I was just like, and then they did this and then they did that. And then they went to the park. And I'm like, that just wouldn't be fun for the podcast basically. So I had to scrap, start all over again, find a new fic. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I've definitely had sometimes a hard time finding a fic. But I really try my best to like stick to a plan and like just cross my fingers and hope that the fic is like good enough and like 
worthy enough not worthy enough but like again if you're just gonna give me like a haha no plot fic that's totally fine i just don't think i could talk about it on a podcast because it just wouldn't offer the same kind of substance as a plot pot like a plot fan fiction mm-hmm, would mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is who is your dream fan fiction author to have on the podcast Shintobio. damn they wrote sincerely not yeah and i'm currently reading or er, currently writing the sequel yep 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 i would love to pick that brain <laughs> Um, I, okay, for, I guess, for a fanfiction out that I know and that I love, um, it would be M. M, yeah. I fucking, I love M. <laughs> wow, please. Um, but for, like, a fanfiction out that I don't know, um, the person who wrote Twist and Shout. Oh, nice. I just want to know what the fuck. Yeah, for, for an author that I don't necessarily know all yeah. that well, I guess the, the chick that wrote, um, Songbird in the Sea. Sick. Cause she, I know you told me she has a Patreon and she actually and she's actually writing a sequel to it. Yeah, yeah. and like good, good yeah. for fucking her. Yeah, like I, I don't consume any of that kind of stuff until yeah. they finish. So that's just how I am. I don't. So yeah, I think those those are like my dreamies to have on. And yeah. like I don't know if you would act the same way with Santobio, but if I had Emma on, I'd be like, please. <laughs> like I don't think I, I full would on ask Santobio like, to marry me on the episode. So <laughs> I was just like, please. I love you. <laughs> Please, I love you so much. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Um, is there a fic that you want to talk about on the podcast that you haven't yet, and why? Ooh. I would say yeah. Like, I definitely, after I read that Kotsky Flower Shop one, yeah. I was like, I should do an episode, but I already did I already did yeah. a My Hero episode, and it See, was that's... about Kotsky, so I was like, never mind, <laughs> I can't. full episode about that I know, boy. so I was like, I can't. I think your, I think the biggest problem you have is that you're just like, I've already talked about them this year. I know, I've that literally is my year. biggest problem, because I like, I only consume the, the same, like, yeah. people, basically, yeah. over and over and over, so... Yeah, yep. this show has, like, forced me to seek out other content. Absolutely. And it's like, it what has. the fuck is going on? I just want to talk about the anime boys I'm in love with. You can't, because then we just have an anime fanfiction podcast, and that's not what you've signed on for. It can be whatever it's I want. not, though. You said fanfiction for everyone and everyone, and that is not just anime. Listen. <laughs> I talked about Tchaikovsky. <laughs> you did talk about Tchaikovsky. Who the fuck wants to hear about Tchaikovsky? <laughs> Apparently a lot of people. <laughs> so. Damn. Um, uh, probably, I definitely know I have favorite fan fictions that I haven't gone to yet, just because, like, at least for the way that I'm trying to structure my half of the podcast is, like, putting, like, a sprinkle of, like, fan fiction or fandom drama, hmm. a sprinkle of, like, fan fiction and fandom history, um, like some things about tropes, like I did the only one bed, like the history of the only one bed trope and like a fan fiction to go along with that. So I definitely try to structure at least my half of the episode with like a little bit of this every year. Mm. Um, and sometimes that just doesn't allow me to talk about the fan fictions that I really love. Um, so like hopefully one day that I can get to them. Also the fan fictions that I really love are like really long and like, I don't want to do that to myself every month, basically. Mm-hmm. Like there are some months where I just want to read like a one shot basically and mm-hmm. unfortunately a lot of the, my favorite fan fictions just aren't one shots because like i will i like one shots but they're definitely not like my favorite kind of thing so mm-hmm. i'm trying to structure it in a way that i have like a little bit of variety and it's just we i don't have enough time <laughs> to like in like i don't have enough weeks in the year to like fit all that in mm-hmm. so yeah um do you listen to other podcasts slash what podcast would you love to collab with um i don't listen to a ton of other podcasts mainly because i up until recently didn't really 
like have the chance yeah like i do drive quite a bit but i also use that time to listen to music and try and find new musicians that i really like Mm -hmm. or since i am studying music i have to listen to a lot of music and like try and study it so i do that in the car for the most part now i work at a job where i am able to listen to music Mm -hmm. or listen to podcasts to like kill time so lately um markiplier's distractible podcast i listened to a couple episodes previous i really liked it so i'm listening to that one now um i listened to critical role Mm -hmm. in the podcast form because that's just way easier for me to consume than putting on the youtube video god there were a couple others i listened to story-based podcasts Uh those ones are really good again one that markiplier did Mm -hmm. ah what was it called echoes of sleep or something sure something or other something like that um that company does a fuck ton and then i was listening to a horror one a story-based horror yeah story-based horror one pretty recently god what was it called uh give me a sec basically all i did was look up a bunch of lists of like horror story-based podcasts and it was on one of the top lists and it was like that sounds interesting it was really good. I only got like 10 episodes in. There were like 70 some odd okay. episodes. So I need to finish it. I can't find it. So I don't <laughs> know how the fuck I'm going to do that. Um, I know that the cover had like a rabbit on the okay. on the front. I can't remember. It was really good. I actually so really liked that, it. Maya. But <laughs> it, it out. Yeah, if you could, that'd be super helpful. <laughs> um, but it was told through this chick that was a caretaker for this lady's grandma okay. and it was told through her leaving voicemails to the Ooh. to the granddaughter so it gave me like Bram Stoker Dracula yeah. vibes in the way that it was told kind of differently and I I, re- I really really liked it so those are kind of what's on my radar Very right now cool. I definitely listen to a lot more yeah I listen to them when I'm driving um I listen to them at work I have like an office job mm. where if I know if I don't need to have my brain fully on if like I'm not writing or editing something um, I can turn my brain off and just like input events or something like that mm-hmm. and I can listen to something. Um, I listen to a lot of true crime and like I know some people love them, some people hate them. It's just what itches my brain. I don't know what to tell you. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry if you don't like them or if you find them morally wrong in some way. I understand. Like I get it. Um, but like definitely on my Spotify rap, like all t- top five were like true crime in some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. Like my favorite murder. Um, last podcast on the left. Um, Stephanie Sue's Rotten Mango is like my favorite. It was also my number one of my Spotify rap. I forgot about last podcast on I the left. I love last podcast I, on the left. No, my manager at my work, there because there was a handful of times where I also got to listen yeah. to podcasts. At, um, she suggested it to me because yeah. I listened to the Satanic Panic episodes. Yeah, and they were they were okay. Yeah. I, I, it's just three. Three it's guys. just three guys yeah, yeah three they do really good research though they do really I say they i think that's the one thing that yeah. like kept me listening yeah. to them was the amount of research have, other than that like their commentary wasn't sure at, like at least at least not no, me I'll give it, to you. it wasn't like super enticing yeah. i was like oh, okay no i fully understand yeah um but then i also listened to um a lot of the mcelroy kind of stuff uh-huh. like my brother my brother and me adventure time is like the only D podcast adventure I listen zone to. You're right, Adventure Zone. Thank you so much. Um, and then Griffin's podcast with his life, wife, Wonderful, I really enjoy. Mm. Um, that's, like, the only one of the three brothers and their wives podcast that I really enjoy. Um, but then I also listen to... God, I don't know. Um, like, and then I would say I have, like, my the small, like, indie kind of, like, on their own podcast. Like, Let's Get Haunted. I really enjoy their episodes. Um, 
I have a Lawner SVU podcast that's just like two women, like just uh, recapping SVU episodes mm. that I really enjoy. So yeah, podcasts I'd like to collab with, I definitely say would like in our field is the fanatical fix of where to find them, which is the Harry Potter fanfic. They like are killing the game right now. Like yeah. they're really good. I would love to have them on. And then like for my own, I would love to have the girls from Let's Get Haunted. They're just like very sweet people. Like mm-hmm. I love listening to their episodes. Um, and they don't do just true crime. They do like spooky, like sometimes they're alien invasions. Sometimes they're like conspiracy theories. So I really enjoy that podcast. So nice. yeah, I would say like those are it. Um, so that was all the questions we wow. had. Wow. Thank you guys so much for sending us your questions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, thank you for not giving me a heart attack because I thought nobody would like our podcast. <laughs> and I was just like, damn. <laughs> yeah. I thank you for being with us for this like kind of bonusy. Q and A. Um, the holidays are coming up. Maya yeah. and I both started like new jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, Maya's finishing up school, so we just wanted to have like kind of a, a simple, um, no one has to work all that hard kind of podcast episode. And you guys made it really easy for us, so thank you so much. Um, and thank you so much for an incredible year, like yeah. really truly an incredible year for us. Um, we kind of just started this thing on a whim, <laughs> and one night we bought a ton of equipment and set up a lot of social media platforms. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you guys have really been made this worth the effort and time and money that we've put into this. Yeah. So um, I would also like to thank um, Chocolate Moosey, Heart of Aspen, um, Cloudburst underscore Inc, Plot What Plot, Canis Cosmos, Ionica 01, Fanfic, uh, Fanfiction is Good Actually, Moonlit Catra and Shira's Sword, and Destinies for being on the podcast this yeah. year. You guys were the best. Thank you for being on. Thank mm-hmm. you for sparing us with your time. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. we enjoyed having you on so much and you have truly like, he- like helped us in this podcast because if it wasn't for you guys, like we would just be explaining fan fiction to each other, True, but we have you guys to talk with and it's been great talking with you mm-hmm. and I'm so glad that you were able to be on our podcast this year and we can't wait to produce more content in the next year mm-hmm. and talk to more fan fiction authors and just do a bunch of new fucking things. Um, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next year we'll see you fucking next year guys all right okay bye